This program is brought to you by Grand Valley State University. Bob, I'm Charlie Collins. Yes, sir. And this is Al Warren. Okay. And today we're going to do your oral history. All right. And that means that we're going to start right from the day you were born. Okay. And I want to know your full name, mm -hmm. where, and when you were born. Alrighty. Well, my name is Robert Darrell Burton. I was born right here in Grand Rapids, Michigan, January 21st, 1959. All right. And Bob, do you remember much about uh, your childhood before you went to school? Uh, I can remember little things like when I was four or five years old. I can remember the neighborhood I stayed in. I can remember a few of the neighbors, just very vaguely. Well, tell us about what you remember. Well, um, when I was younger, like I said, I was born in 59, so I was raised up in the early 60s. Um, back then, it was a little different from what it is now, you know. Um, it was just a... To me, it was like a golden age. I mean, we didn't have to lock our doors, and uh, you know, it was just. I guess when you're young, you don't see the way the world really is. And to me, it was like a golden age, and yeah. I had fun all the time, just outside playing with friends and everything, and never had a worry on my mind. I guess that's what being a child is—you don't worry yeah. about things. I think so. Uh, Bob, do you remember the names of any of the kids that you played with? Oh, yeah, I used to, my best friend lived next door to us. His name was Ben, ben Sally, Benjamin Sally, and um, I remember uh, his sister, Mona Sally, and uh, he had a brother named Robert Sally, and, you know, like I said, he was my best friend. I mean, I woke up every morning, and we were, we just spent our whole childhood together. Well, great. Uh, Bob, uh, uh, where did you start uh, kindergarten at? I went to a school on the east side of Grand Rapids, it's called Henry School. I went there from uh, kindergarten to the fifth grade. Then I went uh, to a school called Michigan Oaks to the, to the seventh grade. Then I went to Burton Junior High School to the ninth grade. Mm -hmm. And then I went to uh, Grand Rapids Central High School is where I graduated. Where you graduated. Yes, sir. So tell us, do you remember your first teacher, your kindergarten teacher? Uh, no, sir, I can't go that far. <laughs> no, I sure can't. Nope. Well, I can remember my third grade teacher. Well, there you go. Yes, her name was Miss Smith. Real nice teacher. Henry okay. School. Uh-huh. Yep. Well, it's, it's amazing how some of the teachers impress you. Right. And some of them you kind of just kind of forget. Uh, kind of yeah. forget. But, yeah, she put a real impression on me. Yeah. I'll never forget her. Bob, uh, uh, what kind of games did you play with the kids when you was growing up? Oh, I was, used to love baseball, basketball, football, volleyball, just anything. I mean, with kickball, we were just out there like kids, just whatever to, to do, we did it. Right, there you go. Yeah. Did you get uh, involved with any of the uh, uh, children's organizations, the Boy Scouts or anything like that? Uh, I was Cub Scout, Boy Scout joined the YMCA, and that was another thing about when I came up in the 60s. We had all these kind of programs, yes. you know, now they're eliminating everything, you know. Uh, rocket football, it was always something for us to do, always, yep. Well, how about uh, uh, as you uh, advanced into grade school and so on, uh, uh, tell us some of the things that uh, uh, stick in your mind. Well, uh, Coming up in grade school, I remember always in the summertime, they had camps for us to go to, like Camp Blodgett, Camp O'Malley, you know, for two weeks in the summer. We always had things to do, and uh, uh, that stuck in my mind. Um, 
just, I mean, we, it was always something for us to do, no matter what. Great. Uh, and as you as you went on into high school, uh, 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 any any changes there? Uh, well, that's when I first got connected with the service. I joined a program called ROTC. Did you? And that taught me a lot about the military. And once I graduated out of the high out of high school, I went straight into the military. Mm -hmm. Yep. So uh, what year did you graduate from high school? Uh, it had been a uh, class of 76. And did, you get, did you get involved in any of the uh, any of the dances or anything like that? Oh, yeah, I went to our prom, our senior prom and stuff. Of course, you know, that was all a part of being a senior. Uh, I did that kind of stuff. Well, tell us about your senior prom. Oh, man, that was, now that, you say memory stay, that I'll never, that I'll always stay out in my mind. Uh, I was with my high school girlfriend. I thought she was the most beautiful girl in the world, and I had her on my arm that night. <laughs> and I felt just so proud, you know. I'll never forget my high school prom. It there was a real go. beautiful night. What was her name? Her name is Barbara. There you go. Well, mm -hmm. stuck in your mind, Oh, yeah. Never forget her. Never forget her. I was surprised she told me yeah when I asked her to go out. Because mm -hmm. I'm quite sure about 100 guys asked her. <laughs> but she told me yeah. There you go. Yep. Well, did you did you get involved in any of the uh, any of the high school uh, uh, sports teams? Oh yeah, I played baseball, I played football and basketball. Okay. Oh yes, I, I, I was played them all. I played them all. I was a sports fanatic back then. Yes, sir. Okay. Yep. Well, tell us about some of the games you played. Anything? Any? Anyone? Well, I remember in football. I used to. Uh, uh, I had some. Good, good memories about football, you know, we played different schools, our rivals and stuff, and uh, I just got caught up in the heat of uh, competition. You yeah. Know, <laughs> never forget those days, good old days, man. You know, matter of fact, I see some of the old guys and we sit around and talk about it, you know. And, you know, we're talking like uh, 30 years ago. I can't believe I've been out of high school that long. God. Yeah, I graduated. It seems to go by, doesn't it? Oh, man, it goes by fast. You bet. Man. Well, you you said you uh, uh, you was in the ROTC in in, in high yeah, school. That's how I learned about the military. Okay, yeah, sure and, was. And tell us about that. Well, you know, uh, back then, you know, we selected classes we wanted, and uh, I never knew what ROTC was, but they had a recruiter there, and uh, he told me it was like getting us set up to go into the military. You know, it taught you about military and how to discipline yourself and act and stuff. And he asked me. He said you should try that. And, I did, and uh, it was everything that he said it was. And um, like I said, right after I graduated, it led me right into the military, right into the military. Mm -hmm. I graduated in uh, June of 76, and I went into the uh, military the 1st of August of 76. All right. So yeah, I went straight on in. So uh, you enlisted then? Yes, sir. Sure and what did. branch of service was that? I served in the Army, U.S. Army. In the yeah. Army. Yeah, okay. I served in the Army, yeah. And uh, uh, I was a military policeman. Where did you go to uh, boot camp? Fort Knox, Kentucky. Uh, there you yeah. go. Where they had all the gold. Yeah. Yep. Fort Knox, Kentucky. Now, uh, as you uh, arrived in Fort Knox, uh, what was the first thing that impressed you? Oh, well, you know, at the time I was 17 and just young and ready to get into the world and do my thing. Um, just the whole concept of what really impressed me was hearing the soldiers march and the drill sergeant calling out cadence. I love that, you know, the songs yeah. and marching in the step. And I mean, I knew then the military was for me. Oh God, I loved it. I loved it. It was just eye-opening to me. Like I said, I was 17 and 
Oh man, it was just beautiful getting up in the morning and hearing those cadence while they march. Oh, I loved it. I couldn't wait to do it. As you uh, as you progress through boot camp, uh, anything uh, interesting uh, uh, go on? Well, uh, uh, they taught me a whole lot. Uh, basically, the service taught me how to be a man. You know, uh, like I said, when I went in, I was seventeen and. Uh, you know, I was sort of like a mama's child, you know, a mama's boy. I'd never been away from my mama. My first few weeks in the service, I did, you know, I, I was kind of uh, homesick. But uh, like I said, uh, my drill sergeant taught me how to be a man. And, um, you know, I never looked back after that day. Never looked Good. back. One thing I can say about the military, they, you know, this is for younger folks getting ready to go into the military. Mm -hmm. They instill stuff into your life. And, yes, uh, they do. Stuff that you'll never... I had this until the day I die inside of me, you know. Mm -hmm. They instilled a lot inside of me. Bob, I kind of forgot to ask, but how many brothers and sisters did you have? I'm from a small family. I got one sister older than me and a little brother. Uh -huh. I'm in the middle of three kids, yeah. Okay. Uh, and what did your dad do when you was growing up? Uh, well, you know, I was very lucky. Um, my father was into nursing, and my mother was, uh, she retired from General Motors, so... Mm -hmm. Pretty decent family living, you know. Uh, never wanted for anything, so you know. Well, that's good. Yes, sir. So back to the service. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, after uh, boot camp, uh, did you get a little time to come back home? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, right after boot camp, they shipped me straight out to um, Fort McCollum, Alabama, to get my military police training. And uh, okay. I, I, I was in the army almost a year before I actually got back home. You know. Okay, and so. Uh, tell us about uh, the military training as far as military police is concerned. Beautiful training facility over there. I loved it in uh, Fort McCollum, Alabama. Uh, they, they basically taught me how to be a cop, really, you know. Military police, they taught us how to investigate accidents, investigate traffic accidents, investigate murders. Uh, just, you know, the everyday training that a cop gets, you know. They taught us how to... Well, I learned how to shoot a gun in, uh, in, in, in basic training. Yeah. But they shot me. They we spent a lot of time on the gun range shooting a forty-five caliber gun because that's what the MPs carried back then. Mm -hmm. And um, taught me a whole lot. You know, taught me a whole lot. Advanced right. individual training, AIT. I learned a lot there. Any of your trainers uh, kind of stick out in your mind? Yes, uh, I had a uh, trainer named Sergeant Blue. I'll never forget him. Uh, he stayed on my butt because, you know, like I said, I was young and lazy, <laughs> and he just stayed on my butt. And, and you know, to the, at the time I didn't like it, but now, as 25, 30 years later, I see where he was teaching me something. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, yeah. being disciplined, get up yes. in the morning, make your bed up. Things I didn't do when I was right. young, you know, get out my bed and go play, you know. Right. Disciplined me, taught me how to, you know, uh, Tuck your shirt in, uh, button your shirt up, you look nice, you know, always try to look the best. He taught me a whole lot, Good. and I'll never forget it. After your uh, military police training, uh, where did you go? They, my first assignment was they sent me to a place called Fort Bliss, Texas. And what did you do there? I, well, as an MP, I, I, I maintain a lot of gates. <laughs> I wasn't doing all the stuff they trained me to be, you know. <laughs> I did a lot of uh, sitting at the gate waving cars and gates way out in the middle of nowhere, but yeah. <laughs> it was good training. Yeah. It was good training, yeah. You know. And after that? And then they sent me to a to state right over, uh, New Mexico. I went to White Sands Missile Range oh, in New okay. Mexico, yeah. And did a lot of gate work there, too, you yeah. know. 
Yeah, but uh, like I said, um, it was it was good training, real good training. Must be, uh, must be. They thought you was pretty good at the gate. They thought I was a good gate guy, <laughs> man. You know, I'm up here in Alabama taking all this military police training, thinking that uh, I'll be in a patrol car riding around like a cowboy, doing a lot of gate work. You know, bringing <laughs> bringing cars in and telling them where to go. But it it was fun though. I I wouldn't trade it in for nothing in the world. And any guy uh, just getting out of high school, 17, 18, 19 years old. It's the best thing for you, cause uh, like I said, I didn't have a care in the world, man. Uh, you know, they provided everything, room and board, medical. Uh, it's a great training. Uh, why these young guys don't get in the service, I don't know, cause they sure are missing out on a good deal. Did you ever get the opportunity to go out to the Trinity site in White Sands or out, out by White Sands? Oh yeah, yeah, of course, yes sir, yeah, I sure did, yeah. But tell us a little bit about that. Oh man. Uh, White Sands Missile Range. Not only the Trinity site, I went out to where they had Roswell back then in the 50s. I seen, mm -hmm. you know, where that took place and everything. Uh, I had fun in White Sands Missile Range on uh, New Mexico. Uh, just, I mean, intriguing the things that I learned out there, you know. Uh, it's just a, it was a nice facility and I, I had a great time out there. Mm -hmm. Yep, great time. Well, as time went on, uh, uh, you you were out in White Sands, and where what uh, uh, what impressed you with that area as as, as well? Well, me being from Michigan, mm -hmm. you know, went down there. Uh, what impressed me was the weather. You know, uh, the first Christmas I had down there, no snow. Me being from Michigan, right. used to it being cold and yeah. bitter. I remember Christmas Day down there in '77, no '76. It's like 65, 75 degrees, yeah. you know, and it just didn't seem like Christmas to no. me without the snow and cold. That's but right. I'll never forget that. And just being on a whole different climate down there, you know, uh, just, it was just an experience for me, man. You know, getting away, that's another thing about the military. Oh, traveling, man, I went a lot of places. Did all stateside, but man, they, oh, you, they send you a lot of places, man, and you get to learn different things. Like I said, when I was in New Mexico, I had never been south like that, and um, uh, just the weather and different, the way they do things down there, it was just just different for me, eye-opening. Mm -hmm. Yep. What What was your barracks like uh, at, uh, at, at White Sands? Uh, they were literally like, literally like, they would be like, Fourplex apartments, you know, uh, mm -hmm. we had a, it would be like a big building, it would be like a group here, it would be like, like 25 of us here, 25 next door, 25 downstairs, and 25, it was like a fourplex, but uh, like I said, it would be like 25 of us in a room, mm -hmm. you know, you know, big room, uh, bunk beds, uh, okay. had our foot lockers, you know. And as you, uh, as you progressed, uh, 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 what was your what was your highest rank? My highest rank was E4. I made it to E4. Okay. Yeah, I did three years. I got yeah. up to E4. Yeah. Well, as time went on, uh, uh, did you stay in, in White Sands until you were discharged? Oh no, 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 sir. Uh, after White Sands, I went to um, Fort Benning, Georgia. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, was the MP there? Did uh, there I got a, got a little more than just gate work. Uh, there I got to do a little patrolling and really be like a cop, you know. Uh, did, you know, just policed uh, military campus there, you know, and uh, mm -hmm. got in the investigating accidents and stuff. A little more m 
military training when I was in Fort McCullum, I mean, when I was in Fort Benning, Georgia. Okay. What was it like there as far as the, as the weather and so on was concerned? Like I said, in Georgia, beautiful during uh, the winter months. Uh, uh, had a chance to go to the big city, Atlanta, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. Never seen a city that big, you know, that huge. And a uh, big airport they got there. And um, Georgia is, 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 a pretty, is a pretty nice state, you know, pretty nice state down there. And, like I said, down south, I love it now because of the weather and everything, you know. Like I said, I'm a Michigander, been up here all my life, and we get these bitter winters and stuff. But uh, you go down there, and you're there down there in the wintertime, and it seems like spring, you know. And, it does, doesn't it? Oh, man, it's just beautiful, beautiful. As, uh, as you was at, uh, at Georgia, was that uh, the last place that you went? or? Yes, sir, yeah, okay. that was the last I was at, yes, so sir. tell us about uh, what uh, what went on as you uh, as got got out of the military and what did you do there? Well, I was going to make a career out of it, and uh, when it came time for me to re-enlist, I wanted because I did three years stateside. I wanted to go overseas, you know, uh, Germany is yeah. what I really wanted, you know, or Hawaii. But they were going to send me to Korea, and I definitely didn't want to go to Korea, <laughs> so. I decided that, well, I'm going to come on out and go into the big world, go home and face the real world, you know. And um, now to this day, I feel that uh, I made it. My mother had told me, too, because she, she thought I was going to make a career out of it. I feel now that I think I made a mistake. I should have went on and went to Korea. Mm -hmm. And I should have went on and did my 30 years in the military. Because like I said, I was 17 when I joined. I'm 48 now. I would have been out yeah. already with 30 years under my belt. Yeah. So I think I made a bad decision when they offered me career, and I said no, and I have to go home. Mm -hmm. I think I should have went and kept on staying in, you know. And that kind of hurt my mother though, because she thought I was going to make a career, and she thought that yeah. I should have. <coughs> so as you came home in '79, uh, what did you do? I came home. One thing about being a veteran, filled out after got jobs just like that. Mm -hmm. You know, I guess they say, well, hey, this guy's got this. Yeah. Military training, uh, he's a good hire. Never had a problem getting a job. I went straight into a, I worked at a factory called Kelvinator. They were yeah. here for years. We made appliances and uh, stoves yeah. and refrigerators and washers and dryers. And I was there for a few years, and then they relocated and went down south. And I had to find another job, you know. But never had a problem getting a job when I first got out of the service, man. It was like, like I was like a magnet. I mean, everywhere I filled out an application, they'd call me. Yeah right away. You know, I guess they love that military training. Yep. So you worked at Calvinator? Oh, yes, that sir. That was yeah. in the south side of Grand Rapids. South side of Grand yeah. Rapids here, yep. Yes, sir. Yep. How did you like it there? Oh, man, I loved that job. You know, uh, I hated that they folded up and left. You know, uh, oh, I just had fun. A lot of guys I went to high school worked there. Um, it was a pretty big outfit. And, um, oh, man, I loved that job. It was like being in school again, except for just working and getting paid for it. Mm -hmm. Had a lot of fun at Kelvin there, a lot of fun. And I can say to this day, I done had a lot of jobs since then, but that was one of my best ones. One of my best ones. One of my, you know, that was a job that I got up in the morning and was ready to go to work, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yes. I felt good, yep. Love Kelvin there. I hated that they let relocated. What year was that when, when they? I got in right in 79. Mm -hmm. and I mean, about I wasn't even out of the Army two weeks and got a job. And how many, how many years did you work there? Uh, I think I was there till 84. Okay. Yep, 84, yep. 
And then what did you do? Then I got another job. I went and got a job at CNO Railroad. I worked on the mm -hmm. railroad. And I liked it, that job too, but the only thing I didn't like about that job was we were always out of town, Ohio. Yep. You know, we were never here, you know. We were always... Always somewhere else. Always somewhere else, and that kind of weighed on me after a while. After a few years, I left that job, and I got a job at the state of Michigan, and I relocated to Lansing, Michigan. Mm -hmm. You know, I worked there in the Department of Transportation. Uh, I worked at the motor pool. We worked on cars, you know. I mm -hmm. did oil changes and uh, changed tires or whatever the yeah. car needed, light maintenance. You know, I wasn't a mechanic, but... That's what I did in a motor pool. And I worked for the state of Michigan from 85 to 90. Then the job I had there, they were lowering it or downsizing. downsizing. That's what I mean yeah. to say, yes, sir. And uh, I was laid off because I didn't have a lot of seniority then. And um, I came back to Grand Rapids, and uh, a couple weeks later, uh, the state gave me a job here. Mm -hmm. I worked in the forestry department here. We cut down mm -hmm. trees yeah. and branches, trimmed branches, cleaned up a lot of the uh, stateside parks and stuff, and that's what I did. Yep. That's kind of pleasant work, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's like I learned a lot about landscaping. Yeah? Yes, sir, I learned a lot about landscaping, yep. And uh, it'd be nice, uh, summertime, being at a park, beautiful weather, you know. Yes, I had, a good, I had a good job in the forestry department for the state of Michigan. Okay. Yep. Well, Bob, we haven't mentioned much. Uh, 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 how about the women in your life? Uh, I've never been married. I'll tell you that. Uh, I, done had a, I done had a bunch of girlfriends, you know, uh, some good, some bad, you know. Uh, it's hit or miss with that, you know. But uh, never, um, never. Uh, never got married. Never, no, never, never, never got married. Never, no, sir. Never took on that. Never took on that responsibility, you know. Ready to do it now, though. Yeah. Getting old, don't want to be lonely. But, uh, no. but no, uh, never in my younger years, never had that responsibility. Okay. You know, never took it on. So as you, uh, as you went on through uh, uh, working uh, uh, here in Grand Rapids, uh, uh, what happened then? Um, basically, uh, just living, you know, uh, 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 just making adjustments mm -hmm. from the from the service world into the civilian world uh uh just 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 living day to day out here you know so how did you come by the home here oh well what happened uh with the home here um a couple of years ago uh i had passed out and um they took me to the hospital and i found out i was a diabetic oh you know yeah. kept wondering why my vision was blurry and stuff yeah. you know and um, that's how we found out my blood sugar was sky high. And um, that's how I found out I was a diabetic. And uh, the home here provided my health care. And they also provided me a place to stay, you know. So, sure. you know, we fit in hand in hand. You know, I needed the health care. And uh, they gave me a place to stay. So that's how I ended up here. Okay. And I thank God for that. That it's a place like this for us veterans okay. because... Otherwise, I could just be out on the streets. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do know what you're saying. So I really thank God for, for this facility that they have for us. So you like it here? Oh, yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Get treated with utmost respect here. Yes, sir. You got your diabetes under control now? Yes, sir. Now it's under control. Now I'm making arrangements to get back into the world and mm -hmm. and push on because even though I've, I'm not pushed to be get out of here or anything, I can stay here as long as I want to, but... 
now that my diabetes and everything is under control, I feel that if you're able to go on, you should move on and sure. so another guy can come in here. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And um, I'm at that, at that, I've been here about nine, I know about seven months now. Mm -hmm. I've been here since August. And um, I almost got everything done. I got my glasses. Uh, then it gave me all my medicines and stuff. And I'm, I'm getting into a transition period where I'm learning how to, where I'm going to get another job and, mm -hmm. and move on out of here. And I was glad this place was here to, yeah, well, to, to it's, say. It's a nice place. It's a nice I place, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, Al, you got anything that you'd like to know? No, I can't think of anything. All I can, I would like to make a comment, though, that uh, you have really got it together. You got a good head on your shoulders. Thank you, and sir. And I think you're going to do well in life. Well, I'm, I'm a sure try. You know, I'm a sure try. I'm going to try to go back out there and, and like I said, and, and make something out of this. You know, I'm sure, sure going to try it, sir. Well, Bob, we appreciate the time that you spend with us. All right, and I and, appreciate uh, y'all uh, interviewing me. We'll see that uh, that you get copies of this. Thank you very much. Yeah. All righty then. The preceding program is copyrighted by Grand Valley State University. Visit us at gbsu.edu.